1: Hey, this is Chloe Caroline, and you're listening to Tobin's Tonight. I, I did have a, a comment before we actually begin. So, the last time, I know we did a live stream on like Instagram mm-hmm. not like too long ago, but the actual, since we've done an actual interview or conversation. Yeah has been December 3rd
2: 2019. Oh my gosh, wow.
1: Yeah, almost wow. 4 years.
2: That's pretty crazy. So Wait, so my first been, oh my, my god, first question, years. my
1: first question would be so Chloe, it's awesome to have you on, but like <laughs> what's <laughs> been up for the last 4 years?
2: Oh god, so much stuff. Oh man, um let's see. Two breakups. <laughs> <laughs> By then, no, I released um, an EP called The Awakening Volume 1, and now I'm getting ready to release the second one, which is very exciting. So yeah, I mean, lots of music. I mean, I released a single basically every month um, last like beginning last January up until the end of April and then just started releasing Boyish and 94 just came out and going to be releasing a single again every month up until the new year. So obviously during COVID, I mean, I was writing, I was in the studio, I was, uh, Healing from a lot of stuff, and that kind of inspired <laughs> my EP. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to sum up four years without like yeah, yeah, getting just, I just, yeah,
1: yeah, I like how you open it up with like, oh yeah, two breakups. It's like, ha, ha,
2: ha, ha, oh, ha, ha. yeah, <laughs> yeah oh no, yeah. we're far, yeah, yeah. far. Uh, it,
1: it goes from goes time. from like yeah, it goes from like ha, ha 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 like it's like, are you okay?
2: Uh, oh, I'm great. I'm yeah, yeah.
1: Well, when you mentioned about '94, like mm-hmm. obviously, you know, I got the press release from '94, and that's one thing yeah. to get like a press release. And it's like when you're reading it yourself, you're kind of like, okay, that's great. It's like sending yeah. out like re- anything to anybody, of like, this is who I am, but like, tell me a little bit about like '94 yeah. from your perspective.
2: Yeah, for sure. Obviously, yeah, the in person explanation is obviously always the, the best and most interesting. Uh, But yeah, I mean, 94 was inspired by none other than a real situation ship (laughs) has. I feel like a lot of people, at least, you know, in our generation, millennials and Gen Z's like know very, very well and Outside of that, and definitely probably experienced it, but don't necessarily know that that's the term. But um, for me, yeah, it was like, I met somebody like right before COVID and then like we really hit it off. And then it was just bad timing. Like I just like ended a relationship and then he was moving away and yeah, the world shut down and it was kind of like, all right, like let's figure out COVID and, you know, I continued on with my life and we didn't really chat and then I found a doing back and it was like, okay, like, you know, the what ifs started crumbling back in my head. It was like, hmm, maybe there's a chance to see if there's something here. Um, And yet it was like kind of like one step forward and then two steps back. And it was like kind of like we both didn't really know how to act around each other, I guess. Um even like though we weren't even in person for the longest time and it was just kind of like me thinking like why is there this giant elephant in the room that like no one's yeah. talking about and yet like I was at a place in my life where I was like finally really starting to heal and kind of like open up to the idea of pursuing something again or trying something again even if it meant that it might not work out like because for, for the longest time after you get out of like a really serious long term relationship it's like You got to be alone, at least for me. Like I reached for I was like, I need to be alone because the idea of like starting over again and it not working out is like terrifying. But I finally got to the place of like being by myself where I was like, well, even if it doesn't work out, like I'm fine. You know what I mean? Like I'm good. It'll be okay. And so I was getting there and I don't think he was necessarily like there (laughs) on that same page. But anyway, so the song was kind of inspired by that, like frustration of like, well, yeah, like we can both be playing these games, but at the same time, like with almost a confidence, like that it was bound to happen. So why are we wasting time? You know, like kiss me before, like we're 94 years old, you know, like all we have is the present moment. And I was really trying to embrace that too. And that's something I learned over COVID is like how to embrace the present moment. So that's where I was at and it turned into, yeah, into this song. And ironically enough it it didn't pan out but it led me to something better which you know is kind of where the video comes in and what you see towards the end of the video so that was kind of like my journey and I feel like a lot of people kind of have that that happening more often now especially like with texting and like social media and like dating apps it's like you get into these situations with people that like take a lot of your emotional energy yeah. and feel like a relationship but they never actually were and that's kind of what happened and i had to like literally even like grieve that when it didn't work
1: i, I think it's funny because when when you say that like the line of kiss me before 94 it just mm-hmm. the instance of like the grandmother from titanic comes up where it's just like it's <laughs> been was well, it's like it's been 80 years or it's been yeah. 90. i'm just still like yeah, it's like, I guess yeah. I guess that's what it would be. But when you explain that story, it mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of similar. Because when I was in first year of university, I knew a girl. But like, yeah, just one, just one, not everybody, but just one. And uh, yeah. <laughs> they, I, it was like never like you didn't feel like they liked you. You're just like, why mm-hmm. would you like me? Like, you know, like it's a right. confidence thing. And maybe like guys just generally feel that way. But then it was like, mm-hmm. OK, dating someone else at the time. Then they broke up with yeah. that person. And I'm like, well, if they like me, they'll ask me out. And then people are like, no, you gotta, you gotta ask them out. And I was like, yeah, yeah," I was like, no, I'm, I'm kind of comfortable where we're just kind of that friend thing. Right. And I was yeah. like, and then if I ask and it's no, then it's kind of like, Oh, well there you go. Yeah. And now we're ruined. And then right. they, they moved, uh, they didn't, was it the other day they moved back home after the first mm-hmm. term, but I didn't know. Cause at that point we were kind of not communicating then they yeah. moved back and they were like literally like three houses down from where we were to in the second term. No,
2: but again, yeah. you
1: know, it was a roommate told me. And yeah. then it's not been really the same since. It's like right. it's, you're still kind of communicating with them, but it's never that.
2: Yeah, I'm um, just kind
1: of like listening to that and your story. I'm just kind of like, well, that's mine. That's my version of it. But at the same yeah. point, it's just so like sometimes it would work out and then other times just so like, uh, okay. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I got to the point where I was like, like I just wanna find out like what's here, you know, like yeah. what are we potentially missing? And that's yeah, at that point that's where my mindset was at. And I think like now I'm at a place where I'm like, I really do believe that you never miss out on like what is meant for you. And sure, like yeah. there's a reason for like that whole awkwardness and back and forth and whatever that I experienced, but at the same time, yeah, a lot of people get into these situations, and ha- ha- and understand that like frustration or impatience or trying to learn like when to lean back and just like chill and when yeah. to like be honest and open. I think you should always be honest. But you know what I mean? Like when to make a move, right? Yeah. And be like really clear about <laughs> what you want. Yeah. I don't know. I think you gotta you gotta go for it because I do think people sometimes especially now i'd rather with, not regret it you know yeah. i'd rather not be like what if i just told him how I felt like yeah. you know
1: especially in a world where you mentioned about texting and stuff and apps it's like yeah. it's so easy to be like oh yeah it's like uh yeah we hang out a lot it's like do you it's like we well we talk a lot it's like yeah. oh, okay but have you ever hung out It's like no not really sure. yeah
2: yeah and then it just gets all confusing
1: yeah it's just like um Well, we talk all the time, and now it's like we okay. Well, and I think another thing
2: is like there's like the walking on eggshells, you know, and that's kind of what I talk about in the song too. It's like you could do this, you know, and I could call you, but I'm not because I'm like afraid of like what if I'm coming on too strong or like what if I say the wrong thing, and I think the other person's like mirroring that entirely, and that's like super normal, but eventually like I got so exhausted. I was like doing that and like wondering like, you know, should I send this text and not having like confidence in what I was saying, you know, at times or gaslighting yourself. And yeah, to the point where I finally got, when I like met my boyfriend to the point where I was like, yo, this is who I am, and, like, I really don't care. If if you don't like it, then there's the door, and there's somebody yeah, yeah. else for you, and there's yeah. somebody for me. And, like, I remember, like, I had him over to my house, and, like, I had, like, all my, like, crazy ass like manifestations all over the mirror and like I'm gonna meet my husband and like this crazy shit and I'm like some guys would be like goodbye and he was like totally fine and I'm like yeah that's it that's perfect guys, because yeah. Yeah. that's me I'm gonna keep writing my manifestations out and that's just like a part of who I am he,
1: he just he just looked he's like ha 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 and <laughs> then, like <left>. laughed. <laughs> And you, he just, you, I don't
2: know. I think yeah, just he,
1: like, he was like, he's like, no, it's fine. He's like, I'm just gonna step out for some fresh air for like 20 yeah. minutes to an hour to never,
2: to never, yeah, yeah. To
1: <laughs> not coming back. Just you know, if if I go missing, don't look for me, okay? Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <Stop>.
1: <laughs> yeah. When you're saying about like gaslighting yourself, like I feel like maybe it's similar, but I find like. Girls or females will just be like, guys got to make the first move to certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, okay, but when they do make yeah. the first move, understand that that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. So like, if yeah. you're not gonna, if you're not gonna reciprocate or like, you know, just yeah, like as, as was it like the uh, uh, what's his name, Alec Benjamin, just let me down mm-hmm. slowly, let me down easy. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, just don't like go yeah. like oh my god, ew, I'd be like, Now you crushed it. Now for twenty years that guy's not gonna talk to anyone because yeah. you just crushed But Yeah, I would I would be sending messages to people that I know or roommates that I thought like, Oh, like I wanna hang out with those people or whatever. And I'd be like yeah. you don't yeah. really have this topic, but you just wanna talk to the person. So it's just yeah. like and it's not even like the greatest, it's not even like you're flirting, you're just like I wanna just start a conversation. It's just like Yeah, oh, today's cleaning day, eh? and they're just so yeah. like yeah how did you know it's like oh because on our side we're actually cleaning too and i'm like cool i'm just like you guys got a swiffer i got a swiffer they're just like you you're sounding more like a concern like are you selling them like are you part of like are you are you are
2: you Are you, uh,
1: are you getting
2: a commission for this <laughs> yeah like are you
1: are you do they pay you to clean like is you're trying to say you want to clean our house i'll be like oh um uh, no um uh,
2: got so, go. Like,
1: you got any burgers or they're like are you hungry too? Like I'm just like, I don't know, what's time they go? So,
2: yeah, I mean we do crazy stuff. Yeah, 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 Just like just people.
1: like, yeah, I'm I'm going to Tim Hortons. Do you wanna to go to Tim's like, no? It's like and then it's like in my mind I'm just like, Well if no one's going to Tim Hortons, I'm not going and someone's like, I'll go and I'm like but I don't wanna go with you. Like it's <laughs> like Two dudes going to Tim Hortons. Yeah, it's like, cool. It's like, come on. You said you were going. I'm like, I changed my mind.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: I want to ask you as well about Boyish. Now, I know Boyish has been out for, well, like I guess late September or in the summer, August.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. end of August. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about boyish because when i when natasha because listen i know natasha pretty well we went to school together she told and,
2: me and, yeah and, uh, that's so she told, she told
1: you the story okay but anyway so yeah. N- Natasha's sent me a thing and then as soon as she said oh yeah well she had boyish come out and i was like oh, okay but i was just like boyish wait what's that supposed to mean is that like a you're supposed to, and then yeah. it's a childishness so i was just like hey hey now hey are you feeling
2: <laughs> yeah. called out there to yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boyish is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's inspired by the man-children of the world. Okay. Yeah, I again, like, it was like, it was actually funny, because I saw it on some of these, I saw, like, Boyish, like, it was like somebody's caption, and I thought that that would be a good song title, and so I was like, what does that mean? And for me, it immediately kind of sounded like, yeah, somebody who's kind of, like, behaves like a man-child, and then I realized, you know, I had obviously dated man children and people that just like don't know how to show up and are like, you know, in their minds think that they're, you know, a certain way. And in reality, they're not, or you know, and just like aren't meeting you in the middle. And it gets like really, really, again, frustrating. Yeah. And then I had a lot of friends too, like similar situations where they were, dating these people and or not dating them again more situationships (laughs) and kind of going in circles and wondering why they're continuing to date these people yet not acknowledging like okay you can't change this person like you know what i mean like not to say that like they they can't grow and whatever and mature (laughs) but like
0: you You can't can't, force that out of
2: somebody yeah exactly and you know, I wanted this song to really encourage people or not encourage, but like I guess empower them to, to realize like, it's okay to call out the truth. It's okay to like do what's good for you and no longer put up with that behavior. And like, that's the only way that you can see the results you want, even if it ends up being with somebody else, unfortunately, sometimes you want it to be this other person. But, yeah, and and again, yeah, not a gender thing at all, just a maturity thing, because there's plenty of women children out there, too, um, (laughs) for sure. That's pretty much boyish, calling out the man children. And it could be even like your brother.
1: Like yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I, I I won't get into that, but I have two brothers. <laughs> sure. I'm, sure I, I'm sure at some point they would consider me a man child or vice versa, yeah, depending on the situation. Sure. Yeah. Well,
2: and I think when you can admit that you've been a child, you know, that's that's a good step.
1: Yeah. It, it, yeah. Depends depends on the circumstance, I guess. There's <laughs> certain there if there's a certain point where it's just like anything that involves like video games, or yeah. if it's like a hockey reference, then right. it's it's a little bit more on the nose. Where I'm just like, yeah. okay. It's like you're you're pushing buttons. It's like I know I'm <laughs> supposed. I'm not. I'm like, I'm like I know I'm supposed to be 32 soon, but I'm still like yeah. it's still a trigger. It's still a trigger. <laughs>
0: still
1: a trigger. <laughs> there's there's still this. This I feel like everyone has a button that you push. That's why they call them buttons because yeah. once you push the button, it triggers the yeah. response. It's true. it's true. It's true. It's yeah. true. You know. Yeah.
2: But again, at least you
1: um. At least uh, you're open enough true. to say it, right? Like.
2: Something yeah, exactly. Like, I That's don't have exactly a trigger at all. 30. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're completely ignorant. So. well,
1: here's a good story for you because it happened literally like two days ago. Is it two days? Yeah, probably two days ago. I was walking here in Ottawa and like again, Newfoundland is very friendly. I don't know if you've ever been, but it's very friendly, very open. And I was just walking around, like mind my own business, had headphones in, and like I it's a Yorkie, it's a small dog, but it's a big muscular dude. Walking uh, a small dog. So uh, I just smiled at the dog because we're going yeah. in the same direction. And I'm like, sure. don't want to be an ass. And then yeah. the guy like stops me. He's like, is there a problem? And I was like, no. no. And I was just like, why are you laughing? And I was like, okay, I, I have headphones in, but I yeah. know when I hear myself laugh. So yeah. I was smiling. And then he yeah. was just like, I said to him, I was like, no, I was smiling at your dog. And then he just said, yeah. instead of just being like, oh, okay. He just kind of yeah. like kept going and i'm just like how you're very insecure
2: <laughs> very you insecure. said that
1: no no like in my mind oh. i wouldn't say it out loud but i was like i, I want to keep what i have but it's just yeah no, like, for
2: sure for sure i was just a,
1: like i smile at your dog like why are you that see that to me it's a little boy yeah no that's that's, that's exactly boring. that's a 100
2: percent boyish. yeah in yeah. the insecurity yeah
1: yeah and no, I did not like
2: tell. the I did, fact yeah. that you got a small dog,
1: you know? Just yeah. Like, Ow! <laughs> 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 oh, wait, I wanna- Hi,
0: I'm Steve Yerko.
1: And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, 4Kids Flashback. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. I ask you to like, while we still got a, a little bit of time here, you mentioned about The Awakening. And then there's Mm -hmm. the Awakening. I I like it's volume two. Like, you know, tell us a little bit more about like the difference between. I know, cause I'm interested when artists have volume one and volume two. Like, to me, it's almost like a greatest hits volume one and volume two. It's like almost like, oh, well, these ones we really know you like in volume one. Yeah. Volume two, there's like people are like, you didn't put this on volume one. Yeah. So explain, I guess, your difference between an Awakening one versus two. Or is it just more or less a marketing thing where you're like, People know what the awakening is for me. They'll know awakening. Yeah,
2: two. it's funny. Um, so they're kind of actually like like the awakening 2, or well, volume two is kind of like a prequel, actually. Okay. To the awakening volume one, it's actually backwards. Um, with the exception of like a couple of the songs that I had put out on volume one, that was actually recorded and written later. And these songs actually were that I'm about to release and are starting to release were written. Earlier, like four years ago, some sometimes.
1: Um, oh and, wow! So like we, we could have just clued up an interview, and then you were like, "I gotta go write definitely. songs." Now that I yeah, yeah, over. exactly.
2: That's what it. Was like in the process of writing these songs, yeah. and yeah, and so volume two, I would say the biggest difference is that it's just an earlier, you know, stage in my journey, and um, a lot of times more rawness and even more vulnerability is revealed and you know it's really like these questions that I was asking myself on this like healing journey and like when I was at certain stages you know like I was during 94 where I was just like really wanting this person to admit it and go for it and you know what I mean like kind of more of like a chaser dynamic yeah i had you know what i mean i had and i was slowly learning how to like let go and surrender and trust the process and everything but it was definitely like earlier in the journey and then boyish too was when i kind of first was realizing you know like who i was attracting for the longest time maybe or like who i didn't want to date anymore you know and slowly learning those things and then yeah like i have another song on on the record that's like very much, like, right after, post-breakup and, like, really, you know, like I was telling you, kind of at the stage where I wasn't ready to date anybody at all <laughs> and just, yeah, like, trying to process it all. There's a lot of, to just kind of, like, daydreaming and, and manifesting and asking these questions and kind of just really internalizing like, what's going on <laughs> and what that, you want, That's that's That's
1: fair. <laughs> I feel like, so, if it's safe to say, like I'm going to be turning 32 in like two weeks. You mm-hmm. have a birthday, I believe in like February. Yeah. So like, and you're on that, I you're on the crossroads of, is it almost like 30?
2: I will be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, so how, how do you feel? Cause when I was 29 mm-hmm. to go 30 at first, yeah. it was like, there are a part of me that was like, Oh, this is oh okay. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting yeah. older. And then there's another part of me. that's like, when, when someone tells you any age, when you're 20, they're just like, yeah. Oh, like you're still a, a baby. It's like, Oh, you have yeah. so much, but as soon as you get turn like 30, they're just kind of, they're like, ah, okay. Right. It's, like, it's, it's not like you're old. It's just that they're yeah. like, okay. Like you got past your twenties. It's like, what did yeah. you do in your twenties necessarily? And I'm just yeah. like, well, it's like, I didn't get a DUI. I, uh, <laughs> <didn't> <laughs> it's like, I, I didn't get arrested for anything. I completed degrees. I did fairly well. So I'm like, I think my 20s were okay. But like, yeah. when you look back now, like there's still like, yes. listen, you still got months. But when you're looking at your 20s as a whole, are you kind of yeah. like, yes, this is I've accomplished this. Or are you kind of like, oh my God. Are you like? Oh yeah. Are you like a no, Rachel? Like, are you a Rachel and friends? Where you're just like, you
2: no, know, I, I've accomplished. I feel like a lot, definitely, and a huge growth between twenty and thirty, definitely, like yeah. without a doubt. I mean, yeah, wow, um, <laughs> completely in a different space, like mentally and perspective-wise, and and a lot more. I feel like in tune with what I want and how to get it (laughs) i guess and also just in regards like self-love too you know um in a completely like different place as well so yeah and then just in my career obviously like a lot has happened between 20 and 29 or less 30. Um, just as far as really realizing again who i am as an artist who i want to continue to be the type of music that I want to make, um, the sounds that I like everything, what my goals are as an artist. Um, and yeah. And then achieving a lot of them, yeah, <laughs> so far. um, there's still like, of course bigger ones they there always will be. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty, pretty proud of, of the last time. So, so
1: I, I want to ask you this cause you, you're an artist compared to me being a fan, but like, you know, when you mention about say 10 odd years, cause I'm looking at it from say 22 to 32 for me, but mm-hmm. it's just so sort of like, you know, I grew up with Jonas brothers, Justin Bieber, Selena, yeah. Miley, and then just to watch them from like, and again, I was probably their age cause I, yeah. Yeah, I'm around their age, but like when they're first coming out, which is say burning up or year 3000, right. you're kind of like, this isn't for me. Like, I don't, I'm not really into
2: it. It's still pretty. And, yeah. And, <laughs> and, but
1: like, yet you download it. You download yeah. it and you like it, but you're like, I, it's not just, not really what I want to listen to. And then yeah. now it's like, Jones Brothers come out with like Montana Sky or Celebrate right. or like mm-hmm. Selena Gomez. I, I think she has, well, I, I know it's a little bit older, but it's like um, the one where she sings about like losing yourself to love herself. Oh, yeah. Bit. Yeah. 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 And I'm just so like, this is the same person when I was younger that used to sing Corella DeVille, and now she's yeah, telling yeah. you about losing, you gotta lose right. love, and I was just like okay but like you're an artist so like how do you kind of explain your evolution because listen I still will find on my iPhone sometimes Indian summer and yeah. then I'll listen to that and I'll be like that's the first time that I remember listening to Chloe Then I'll listen wow. to something more recent and I'll be like there's yeah. definitely a change
2: yes. but not like, not like a
1: bad change but it's just right. like the artist perspective, because I don't know, I'm not going to have Miley on tomorrow or Justin right. Bieber, but like, tell me a little bit about like how that evolves over time. Like, do you just mm-hmm. wake up one day and be like, you know what, I, I think I want to write this a little bit more open. Like, I want right. people to read me a little bit more. Uh,
2: I think for me, well, you know, and I think it might be different between like you know 30 and 40 or something. Yeah, yeah. But still, you know, you're there's less. I feel like less obvious growth there as there, you know what I mean? Like there's a huge maturity difference between, I feel like 20 and 30 and like what you experience. And so for me, like a lot of it was building my confidence up, you know, with again, like even playing live, like I was super novice, even at 20, the person I am on stage now is completely different (laughs) like night and day. I think I was like beginning, you know, like slowly, but surely like, getting there. But I, I definitely was probably holding back and had, you know, more reservation on stage, just, which I don't have as much of anymore at all. I love I never even get nervous. Like I love it so much and being really open and stuff like that. Um, but then, you know, from a a sound perspective too, you know, just like I was maturing, you know, throughout the various seasons and what I was, like, experiencing, like, I was also learning what I liked and, like, what I necessarily didn't resonate with just because maybe, like, other people resonated with it or I was maybe supposed to because I was in this particular genre and I was living in Nashville and said, this is what I should sound like and (laughs) trying to fit in the box. And I finally kind of, like, got to the point where I didn't really... You weren't even in
1: a box anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I was kinda just like, I wanna make music that feels right and it's gonna land where, where where it's gonna where it's supposed to land. Um, if I'm still intentional about it, obviously, but I don't wanna yeah. just like throw in something that like throw in a random banjo because that's conservative country or like yeah. something they don't believe in, or not use this sound because it doesn't fit this genre. You know what I mean? Whatever it was. And so yeah, I think i finally started really just like not (laughs) caring as much about, you know, like doing what other people were doing and kind of wanting to embrace like who I actually really was authentically and the different, that the new and the old that I liked and the the mixture of pop and the songwriter in me (laughs) and that you could do both. And I was at the same time witnessing artists like uh, Harry Styles and Shawn Mendes and, um, Ed Sheeran and stuff that were these males that kind of had that really cool combo, and that's what I was yeah. doing naturally. It kind of was being told that I couldn't really do that in pop or country, you know. <laughs> like so, I kind of found started to find my own lane, and obviously, it's like leaning a lot more towards it's pop it's now, it's just interesting because it's, cause it's my like own thing.
1: it's interesting to me because when you're saying like about. I, I know there are t- people out there that will kind of put things in a box like because oh, you got to i guess in some aspects on itunes you can't be like music and it's like yeah. okay but we have to label it something but i'm just so like right. i i wish like i listened to shania twain but necessarily mm-hmm. like i'm sure it's country but it's like pop country and you listen to yeah you listen to country artists and like today's country it's kind of yeah. like Morgan Wallen to me, doesn't, or is it Wallin? Doesn't sound oh. to me like country as much. Like it's, it classifies it, but it's this, there's people sure. out there that would never listen to country. It's like, Do you want to put on some country? I hate that. And then it's like, yeah. okay. And then it's like, play this Morgan guy. And I'm like, but you just said that you didn't like yeah, so yeah. He's not yeah. country though. I'm just like, I'll find it on iTunes. It says country.
2: Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's, it's
1: a, an interesting thing <laughs> yeah like it, they like they like just expand outside the bubble but i think the one artist that i've found recently that was kind of like that like the crossroads of like i'm just gonna do what i want to do mm-hmm. it's like taylor swift started off in country for like two or three songs I, found, I, I know there's probably more but to me it was almost like two or three songs when i was in high school and it's just like yeah. now i'm gonna go pop oh now i'm gonna go write betty Folklore, and I'm just like, it's all over. But no one really goes after her of being like, "Hey, you're facing lanes." (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, And yeah,
2: that's obviously the goal as an artist to be able to like. That's, I mean, we're creatives. Like, we should do whatever feels. Yeah yeah um, Natural Ima-
1: imagine do, if you weren't yeah. it's like we're creatives but we're very limited and we can't do much it's just like, yeah what yeah. is that about
2: you know <laughs> like,
1: yeah. you gotta be like no me way. like right now being like I want to do a podcast about this no you can't I'll be like okay, but I'm still but you're still creative I'm just like yeah. you know I can't be because you everything I'm tossing at you you're throwing out
0: hello I'm Wendy Mesley there you are a lot of people wondered what happened to you I could say the same about you Maureen Holloway Well, here we are, a few years after we left our previous jobs. We've been busy. We have a podcast. I know, you're thinking, who doesn't? But ours is really good. It's called Women of Ill Repute. We don't just talk to women, though. Just the most interesting people you'd ever want to meet. Artists, musicians, comedians, doctors, activists, convicts, writers, sex workers. Drop some names. Jan Arden. Pamela Anderson, Bruce Coburn, Samantha Irby, Louise Penny, Marilyn Dennis, Colin Mochrie. We laugh, we cry, sometimes we argue. Come and find us. Our website is womenofillrepute.com. Or try Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast places. So now you know what happened to us. Women of Ill Repute.
1: (laughs) Chloe, to to kind of, um, I guess, clue it up in a way, we do have a fun game of random questions.
2: Oh, fun. Okay. Hit okay.
1: It. I, I'm sure we've played this in the past. Well, actually, we played like, I think when we were on like Top that we played a Canada quiz with you, and you were like, I don't want to do a Canada quiz. So I was just like, don't worry. It's not that hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't really
2: know. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're,
1: it's funny because I remember that because I was just like, it was like one of the first ones we did, but at this same yeah. aspect, is you were walking around, like, because I remember at one point you were just like, I just got to sit down for a second. I was just like, what is she doing? And you just like, I'm just walking around. I was like, Awesome,
2: great. Uh, That's funny. Uh,
1: yeah, the first random question let's see what they generated here. What's a movie? I guess you would say, like, that inspired you. Whether it doesn't have to be like in music, but just like t- to do something. Like, I'll, I'll give you my example. Yeah, uh, and it's like when I was younger, but I remember watching Coach Carter, and it was like right before, like, okay. like hockey, not even the same yeah. sport, but I was just sort of like, yeah. was like man, I'm very amped up to go play some hockey now because this coach guy got in my yeah. ear samuel jackson yeah. and he's just so like you can do it like i don't care if you're a nobody you can do it and i'm just like i yeah. am a nobody and i'm going to do it
2: <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it oh man that's that's a tough one um I mean, a movie that inspired me, like just based on its soundtrack entirely, is A Walk to Remember. Like, that's,
1: yeah, that's that's a fairly good movie.
2: Oh my god, I loved that movie, and the the whole soundtrack's like amazing. And you get what you give. New Radicals on there, um, uh, Dancing in the Moonlight's on there, top Toploader version, like yeah. And I reference Mandy so
1: Moore. Often. Mandy Moore's on there. Mandy Moore some. is yeah. my
2: queen. <laughs> um, yeah, so. That, yeah, I'm going to choose
1: that one. <laughs> That's fair. I didn't know, like, on that, um, I guess, on their soundtrack that New Radicals would be on it because I'm after yeah. hearing that song, like, so many times. And, like, uh, what's the yeah. name? click? Oh, the click. soundtrack. Click uses it. it at the end of theirs, like the Adam Sandler oh, okay. movie. okay. I feel like I
2: hated that movie, but I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: There's a lot of movies that I'm, I'm like either Die Hard Adam Sandler like go to, yes. Or if yeah. someone's like Adam Sandler's mediocre, I'm just still, like, Can't really argue with you when you bring up a certain movie because I'm just like okay, Mm -hmm. fair. But I'm just like still still, still my guy, still my guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What is something you want to accomplish in the next ten years?
2: I want to go on tour. (laughs) (laughs) I want to. Yeah, I mean, I want. I want to go on tour. I want to meet my fans that I've had for a while, and more than that, and the international ones, and. I want to be able to financially be able to have the freedom to support friends and family and also like pursue multiple creative opportunities um, and ideas that I have and things that I want to execute in my career, music and just creatively in general. So those are
1: two yeah, big things. That's <laughs> fair. And like in the next 10 years, I just hope that like this keeps growing. That's basically. Yeah. Yeah. 100%, I, yeah. Next
2: level you're, you're, you're,
1: yeah. 10 years from now, just be like, how many times has Chloe been on now? It's like, well, she came on two more times and you know, we did, <laughs> we did great, but it's, it's to the point now where I can't even contact her anymore. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't even go through Natasha and It's like, I know we're friends, but like, I can't, I can't, I just can't get her on. I'd be like, Oh, Okay. It's like,
0: no, I saved you from
1: a car wreck, Natasha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Um, oh the God. last, the last one I, okay, this one's not random, but I just like, I want to bring it up. Like I'm very open with disability and I know not necessarily someone. I guess not really related to it, but still someone might be out there and be like, oh, that's cool. Because I read that at 11, you mm-hmm. had kind of this illness and to kind yeah. of, I guess to overcome it or to kind of distract you. That's when you picked up a guitar. Um, yeah. And then like you went through YouTube and then you were looking for me, but you couldn't find me. Cause you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> but like, tell, tell me a little bit about like, why? Cause that's still at 11. Like I have a nephew that's 11, mm-hmm. but I don't yeah. feel like he's not that I don't think he's cap- capable of doing things, yeah. but I just don't, I'm looking at myself. Maybe I'll use myself at 11. I probably wasn't being like, dude, I'm going through something. I'm definitely picking up a guitar. or I'm definitely this. Yeah. I'm at 11. I'm probably gonna be like, I feel sad for myself. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here for a while. I'm at 30 and I'd still probably do that. They're like, yeah, do something. Yeah. I'm like, no, I feel like being sad.
2: Yeah. I I mean, obviously. And then you have times when you do want to feel sad and that's when you turn to sad music. That's you when know? you turn on Oasis you're and you're just oh like, don't
1: God. go yeah. away.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, obviously, like for me, like I started writing songs technically when I was six. And like, music's always been something that I was, um, Felt really connected to and it was my family and even just like understanding lyrics that I shouldn't have from a young age. Um but yeah at that point I just yeah I was obsessed with music. I was obsessed with discovering artists and songs and like finding other people that did what I did to feel connected I guess. Yeah. Um, and I'd always you know been a creative writer too and loved to write stories and little novels and poetry and the fact that I could, like, make melodies, you know, like, in, and try to understand myself at the same time and process it all just, like, was an obvious thing to me. And, I mean, I, I remember, like, very vividly, like, writing my first song with a guitar, not just, like, because I used to just, like, I didn't have, like, voice melodies even. I would just try to, like, remember what the melody was and write down the lyrics and stuff like that. But I remember the first time I was, like, sitting on my parents' bed and I, like figured out a couple of chords and like wrote the song and like out of nowhere, like these lyrics were like so deep and like things that I hadn't even necessarily experienced. My parents were just like, what, (laughs) you know, like where did that come from? But I just let it, it was the first time I felt like I could sit there and just like let like my whole being and like emotions like flow and just totally like, again, like surrender into the music. And that's when I just, wanted to keep doing it, I guess like over and over after that. (laughs) You know, it's like somebody who plays soccer, for example, and they're playing and they're running and they just feel so free and like they kick a goal and it goes in. You know what I mean? It just it feels right. You want to just keep doing it over and over. And that's kind of like how it felt to me, even though I wasn't at the point where I was like, let me get on a stage in front of the
1: world. Yeah.
2: At that point.
1: Chloe, the I guess another like just kind of like to kind of close it out here. But, you know, when you look at the I guess how many months we got left here, like October, November, like three or four months, I guess. Well, maybe yeah. like three months. Like, is there anything in particular that you have for like Because some artists might have something on their, their list or something they want to do before the year ends? Have you ever made like one of those for like 2023 where you're like, I want to achieve this by this point? I've done it. Or if you haven't, you kind of switched up and said, I'm I mean, happy with this.
2: Yeah, I definitely I mean, I like I said, like I write out my manifestations.
1: Yeah, yeah on a mirror.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot um, in, like in my journal and stuff too. So like, if there's anything left to do, I mean, it's always something left to do. It doesn't necessarily mean it's in my control. I guess for me, it's like making sure that the next uh let's see it would be yeah the next song is like out there in, in the world and um maybe play a couple more shows um with my band and yeah, yeah. Uh, I really want to get merch out there so I think let me make that a goal um that's fair yeah, that would yeah. be really that'd be good do
1: you do you have like an idea of it being like because I i read, red and I don't know if you know this I'm sure you do but there is, I guess it's, I think it's on Instagram as well, but there's a, a group that's called like the Chloe Caroline Crew. Yeah. Do, you, do you have like, do you have like sh- uh, like a shirt design for that? Like a triple C I really or just, like should, an
2: I really should. I forgot who I was talking to though the other day and they were like that's lame, that's a lame name. I'm like yo, I didn't come up with
1: yeah, that. I, didn't, I, I also I didn't, yeah, like I didn't up, yeah. yeah, I didn't go out on the stream and be like, okay guys, anyone who likes me we're actually called my first and last yeah. name with crew. Yeah. That's how, that's how egotistical I am. I like
2: the triple C though. I think I like it. I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I should, I should definitely get those. What, did, really what is get...
1: it? What is it in math? It's not called, is it, it's not three squared. Is it three cubed?
2: You mean alliteration.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's to Like, it's like oh. the C and then the three, I thought like, I, cause I know squared is like, you know, you could have five squared. Yeah. There you go. That's, you could just make a cue ball with a C in it and that'd be like for your math fans yeah
2: exactly
1: and they'd be like I don't understand it and then there's some math guy be like I understand it it's math and I love that girl it's actually and, not a bad yeah. idea
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly it'll sound like you're Like,
1: yeah yeah you never know you could have someone down the road be like I'm glad that she thought of me and I'd be like yeah. not me but you good yeah. <laughs> That's gonna do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Chloe Caroline for coming onto the show.
0: Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on topintonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying, thank you for listening, and good night. Hi, I'm Emily Roger. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer.